Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Ashley. Congratulations, Ashley. So I'm so excited to have you on here because you are one of our biggest fans. You've listened to almost all the episodes. Yes. And we're going to diss a little bit on Carlene (laughs) because she has not listened to all of them. And she was still, I, I still allowed her to be a guest, but you came prepared with not only an amazing background of knowing so many of the episodes, you chose a word of the week. Your first guest for the summer who chose a word of the week. Congratulations, you survived. Thank you. It's a little uh, little challenging. Definitely harder than I expected. So do you have a new appreciation for every episode that happens? I've always had the most appreciation already. <laughs> so even more though. Yeah. Like I, you know, Trying to figure out the word and then also live by it, it was tough. Yeah. So let's fun. give the listeners a little bit about why you're an amazing lady of leisure. One, I work diagonal to your roommate slash husband, who's a great nerd and I appreciate. And I've also purged some stuff and brought it to your house. So mm-hmm. I also like that you accepted my stuff. Also, we got to know each other. This is our first in-person meeting. I know. And it's better than I ever expected. Oh, oh good. <laughs> I So we'll go over the word of the week. But I brought out my A game because I didn't want to disappoint one, my coworker. And then two, you. Also knowing that I got the most amazing team gift that I was told was mostly your idea. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. I yeah. may have stumbled upon it. <laughs> you may have given me a... You and Kevin give mad props to everyone in the room. A unicorn. That is huge, by the way. Did you know how big it is? It comes up to my waist. Oh yeah. We wouldn't be able to fit it in our own yard. So that's why we bought it for you. (laughs) So it comes up to my waist and it shoots water out of its unicorn. Horn? Horn. Horn. Out of its unicorn horn? Yeah. Okay. Yes. (laughs) It's a unicorn. It's horn shoots water and it's beautiful. I haven't yet revealed it to the children because they don't deserve a pretty thing yet. Oh. I'm thinking... July 3rd, our holiday is when they deserve it. Ooh. So yeah, it's going to... Magical things are going to happen Something right now. special for the 4th of July. So you are a dental hygienist. That's me. I clean teeth. Yes. And I've been getting to know you through COVID Zooms mm-hmm. with another one of our coworkers, Carlene, that we kind of dinged a little bit for not listening to as many podcasts as you. Mm-hmm. And... Tell me a little bit of what it's been like in COVID being a dental hygienist because the videos I saw were crazy. It's It's been something. <laughs> I feel like I may dive a little deeper once we hit our pillars. Okay. Okay. Because that's I, part of my productivity. And I will just say you were in a hazmat suit yeah. and, and being sprayed with things. Yeah. So that's the butter off the buns is I'm sweating all day, just butter sweating off these buns all day. Yeah. <laughs> Another, because I don't think you're going to mention this in Better Off the Buns section, you specifically walk while listening to Ladies of Leisure to be in a pattern, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like to make designs. Yeah. Yeah. How do you plan that? I don't. Oh, okay. Sometimes I do. That's not true. Sometimes I just walk about and then I look. I try to always make a circle or, you know, I don't want to overlap. So like I'll head one way and make sure I come back the other way. But... Then other times I like look back and I'm like, ooh, okay, if I do this, it would make this. Yeah. And it's through the Strava app. Oh, okay. Because I was going to ask, how do you do that? Because to me, just getting outside and walking these days is a win. But when I see people are like, I spelled out sky. I'm like, no, I can't do that. No, I make squares and circles. (laughs) Not even circles. They're like... Long squares. I don't know. They're, Rectangles. They're, they're still <laughs> impressive. Yeah. And then fun. my thought was when you were listening to the ladies of leisure, Slajana recently was going on these like tours about her neighborhood where she suddenly would stumble upon the doors. doors. Yeah. Yes. I told Kevin about that the other day. So I was imagining, well, Ashley must be like, well, good job because I see all kinds of crazy stuff and I made a shape. So no, I never because well, I'm always I, like, I wow. <laughs> You guys are the greatest. I am such a fangirl. Anything you say, I adore. But no, Kevin and I were walking somewhere and he pointed out, was it Purple Door, I think? 
think. Yeah. He's at the end of the table. He's yes. nodding. And yes. He's a Lord of Leisure himself. Yeah. And the mic doesn't reach that Kevin. far. So yes. he can't give us input yet. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a dual Lord and Lady combo one day. A, a, he would steamroll the conversation. None of us would have. It would be total Kevin. I mean, I do leader. enjoy a good Kevin Chenery quip, especially in the office where he has to be pulled aside and be like, that's not okay to tell our employees <laughs> they're giant D-bags. And I'm like, eh, sometimes they need some tough love. He has the best, the best little one. Like throws it in there. I'm like, where? Where did that come from? I don't, I don't know if this is leisure appropriate, but he said the other day, not to me, but regarding work, don't jizz in my Cheerios and tell me it's milk. <laughs> like, so, I mean, that is ladies of leisure appropriate. We talk about all kinds of things, including fairy sex. So I'm pretty sure if you're going to tell Where do you get this from? Where? Where does this come from? But that's pretty good. I like that. That's Kevin. Kevin anyway, Rachel. we're walking and I think he points out the purple door. So I told him about Slajana, you know, looking at the beautiful doors and then how you have a picture of beautiful doors from oh, your do. hometown or something. Yeah. I'm so sad. I took all the artwork down. Kevin would have appreciated my nerdy bathroom. It had Battlestar Galactica along with Game of Thrones oh. maps and everything. I know. And he is wearing a unicorn kitty with Deadpool shirt. And I know... I appreciate it. And so, you know where he got that from? It was it you. It was wifey. Good. For his birthday last Saturday. So. Oh, and happy birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday. Yes. Which kind of screwed up our ladies of leisure week because I got a little distracted, drank a little too much celebrating. So I would have done more to prepare, but you know, it was a birthday celebration. So that is a great segue into you got to choose the word and you went a, a little deep. Uh, yeah. What was Could the word? Be culture. See, culture. See, I had to go, first of all, look that up because I kind of thought as a geography major, I knew what it was. But then I was like, well, let's not pretend. I, I probably need the Googles. Oh, by all means, tell me what the definition of culture is. Well, first of all, I definitely looked up multiple definitions <laughs> and went with the easiest. Good. And that's what yes. it said. What's the easiest definition of culture? And it is a way of life of a group of people. That sounds so I beautiful. feel like that's it. Yeah. It's it's very all-encompassing. So, and then again, these were on all of the definitions I looked up is language, religion, cuisine, social habits, and arts. And I, meanwhile, went to Pinterest instead of the Googs. Mm. And you know what Pinterest just gives you? A rainbow of colors. They gave me the iceberg of culture ah. where it's like what stands out on top, but then it's like nonverbal, verbal cues of a culture I and everything. I love a good iceberg. I really do. Yeah, so good. So... Do you want to explain why you chose culture? You know I do. Okay, good. Okay. So truly, I just wanted to talk about the 4th of July, to be quite honest, <laughs> because, you know, it's coming up and I don't know. I just was, I had a list of ridiculous words like, you know, fire and fireworks. I'm like, well, how am I going to oh do this? Gosh, I would have loved a good fire. Okay, you'll have to come back and we'll do fire. <laughs> I yeah. thought maybe you guys did fire no, at one point. We did like nature. Yeah, with your leaf forest. Forest bathing. That's what it is. Yeah, but I don't think we've ever... And I would love to have like lit creme brulee on fire. Ah, So mm. you go food and I didn't... I really missed the ball. Dropped the ball on that one. So I totally didn't do food this time either. Yes, you did. Our drinks. Oh, oh. Oh, so these beautiful drinks that I served in beautiful goblets. Patriotic you, goblets. You red, guys white, are blue. worth it. I'm cheersing like people can it's see that. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll do, we'll do this as my Instagram There you go. Picture. It's Akavit, which is... So my husband's side is Scandinavian and they love them some good, beautiful vodka-ish type of liquor. So they do shots of this, including the children at Christmas. Of course, and, the children. And, and all kinds of things. For my palate, I needed simple syrup, lime juice, akavi, and chocolate mint for my garden. It was mm. real. Wait, chocolate mint is that the, that's a, it's one thing. Now. It, it is. So oh, mint, I thought, when you said it, I thought it was chocolate and then mint. So in the mint which is an invasive species, by the way. So oh, if you yes. ever need a garden... I've, I've managed to kill it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I gave Carlene some mint and she said it's lasting pretty well. So if you want a sprig, you could take some home with you. But the only one that's ever survived is chocolate mint and I use it for mojitos. And this is basically like the mojito of the Scandinavian world. It's so, amazing. Perfect. And amazing. I would say measurements, but I like to do it by look... I and I would say I do one 
to one on no, I can't have done one to one with lime. No, no, you were a little heavier on the syrup. Yeah. Yeah. And delicious. that's because I got super wasted making my own gin and tonics. Like, I, know. Uh, I yeah. listened to that one. And then <laughs> we had a, a Zoom happy hour after. Yeah. 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 And you trashed. were not drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's not good. So that is the one thing I made for culture. Yeah. Usually I'm a little bit better on food, but for some reason I thought we were going deep on culture. And I thought I was like, I should read all the books. And I read all the articles because that's what the ladies do. All right. So jump in. You go first. Where I Pinterest were some some articles. Well, first, I do want to go back to why I was so passionate about doing the Mm -hmm. 4th of July. The reason I I wanted to talk about the 4th of July is ultimately my family celebration. So I'm from Michigan. And the city I grew up in has this huge 4th of July celebration. What city is it? Michigan. Okay. That sounds like a real place. It, is. it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little place. The city by the bay. And every time I tell people, they're like, oh, like the Bay City Rollers, which is actually a fun little factoid. Do you know the Bay City Rollers? So it came to my mind, but I completely forgot if that was real or my brain made it up. No, okay. it's real. Do you know? So no. Scottish band. Yes. Yes. And, and I heard the story as a kid and I was like, okay, I believe it. But then I like, as I got older, I'm like, really? And I Googled it and it is accurate as far as Google has to say. They took a dart and threw it at a map and it landed on Bay City, Michigan. And that's... That's why they called themselves that. The Bay City Rollers. That's amazing. It's weird, right? Yep. So anyway, little old Bay City is on a bay, the Saginaw Bay. They were in the news recently. They flooded and stuff. And so the firework festival is just out of this world. Really? Unbelievable. Like unbelievable. So does the town pay for it? uh, Donations. Yeah. Really? Okay. Purely. uh, I made a fact check this one later, but I'm almost positive it's purely donations. Okay. Kev, you should Google or text my dad and ask him that one. (laughs) Yeah. Let's have, it's like we're a real podcast show where we have an assistant who can Google things for us. Yeah. (laughs) So, so just as an example, and this is my information from my father is that the 50th anniversary of the Bay City Fireworks Festival, I think was 2012. Yeah. Yes. So we got married in 2011. So 2012 was the 50th anniversary. They shot off 50,000 shells in 50 minutes. Wow. Which, which, what does that mean? Who knows? Who cares? I mean, it sounds impressive. It does. But so this is what I, again, don't really know. And I have Googled it and I couldn't find any exact information. But my dad says the average big city, New York, DC, whatever, shoots off about 10,000 in their shows. Ah. Yeah. So as you're telling this story, I'm trying to think of, so... I'm from Connecticut, pretty small town. And like Connecticut's not New York City or anything like that, or even called a city. But they have a giant Riverside fireworks show, but it's put on by the Foxwoods Casino Pequot Indians. Oh, nice. And it, I know Foxwood. Yeah. And it lasts a really long time because they make casino money. And that was like my July 4th was we would walk the many blocks with all of our stuff, get there hours early. So you can stand on the riverside. There's a yelling contest between the two. I still think yours sounds like 50,000 sounds like a lot. Yeah. But it would last like an hour. Well, I don't oh, know. Actually, no, 50 minutes. 50 okay. minutes was the 50th anniversary. Oh, got it. Okay. But the regular, so it's not only the one night, it's three nights. Oh. Yeah. So it's usually Friday, Saturday. No, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Thursday, Friday, it's about a 15-minute show, which it's still really cool. Right. It's, it, it's, I think the, the first two nights are equivalent to what they shoot off in D.C. Okay. Truly. Actually, they're, they're better. Not biased or anything. Yeah. But, I mean, you then, live in D.C. right now and you're like... 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the fireworks. I love DC. But the Saturday, the big show is 45 minutes generally, unless it's the 50th anniversary, then it's 50 minutes. And it's played to music. So you tune your <gasps> car in. The, music. the same was for ours. Yeah. Uh, and so they do good. different themes. Like I feel, I think at least, you know, it's oh. been a while, but I feel like I remember like a, a Disney theme one <gasps> where, Ooh. yeah, it was. And like, you know, they say star and it shoots. Oh, it's amazing. And so again, I know that I am clearly passionate about my hometown, but Kev is from Boston. That's a real city. The real, yeah. Big one. His, so his father came for the fourth. We had a huge group of friends that came from New York, Pen- Pen- Pittsburgh, like big cities. And all of them were like, this was the greatest thing we've ever seen. 
Wow. Yeah. And and it's it's not just the fireworks either. It's it's a whole community because it's three days. So yeah. 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 And so the biggest thing is so again, the river splits the city to the east side, the west side. And the east side is of the river is the front or the I guess back of the businesses. And so there's all these parking lots. So everybody parks their like campers and things ah. in these parking lots and you tailgate for three days straight. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't sleep in the campers, but you have a bathroom, refrigerator. Right. It sounds really white trash as I'm like saying it out loud, <laughs> but I swear it's a classy affair. Really right. is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, camping is really in these days yes. for social distancing. It's like, so it's like yes. parking lot camping. And unfortunately it is canceled this year, which I'll go into that. <gasps> Oh no. But so the other side of the river is where all the baseball fields are and the parks and they have like a big festival, you know, with the Ferris wheel and the, you know, like a carnival, carnival. So the east side, you can kind of just drink wherever, like open container Mm -hmm. isn't really, but once, and you can even kind of cross the bridge with an open container. But once you get to the family side, there's like no open oh. drinking and stuff. So yeah, you know, they it's for everybody. It is for everybody. And so we've done for the 50th anniversary, we did themes. So like one of the small days, my dad went to Michigan State, huge Michigan State family. So everybody wore Michigan State stuff. The big day, we decided to have a luau. So like and and it wasn't my dad's one of seven. Ooh, so there's huge a huge family, all of us. But it wasn't even just us, you know, like people felt like my Friends of friends found out. So we have people walking over in like Hawaiian shirts and we're just like, this is amazing. Just awesome. Now the reason for you choosing culture makes a lot of sense. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, she's trying to trick me. Like this is going to be like deep thoughts with Ashley. Okay. And I realize now none of this that I'm talking about is related to culture whatsoever. (laughs) I would say say, uh, blowing up a small piece of America is part of the American culture. So that the 4th of July is everything that is American culture. Also drinking in open containers and having like, okay, you can drink here, but not over there. That's a very special spot. I feel like that's very American, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that very, very long-winded explanation is why I chose culture. Good job. job. Yes. (laughs) So would you like to go over some of the sub themes of your ideas for culture and what you did for it? So I didn't, I didn't really go Further in, besides the 4th of July, I have a few little things. But I did want to bring up a few more, you know, American culture things. Oh, we love trivia facts. So go crazy. Well, I have one trivia fact that I'm kind of like, is that real? (laughs) So apparently the Census Bureau says there are 300 languages spoken in the U.S. Are we like talking about my Kentucky relatives and their weird pikey-like accents? I believe so, yes. Okay. And the, and the, the Midwestern accent with my accent and pops and who, yeah who says soda who says pops totally mm. pop okay pop all right for life 300 does seem robust yeah mm-hmm. but a few other american traditions you know the barbecue right can't go wrong with the barbecue during that's the fourth true. of july are you guys having a fourth no, of july celebration but that's probably because our grill is a joke mm. kind of well you'll have a giant unicorn sprinkler so right we'll have a giant unicorn sprinkler but so like i mean what's more and- american than that yeah. Right. Put, put some red, white, and blue beads on her. Right. She's good. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Does she have a name? I feel like you need to name her. Well, we're gonna name her. I haven't I feel like once she's inflated, then I I can figure out the name. But nice. Yeah. I need to know no that name. name. So yeah, a few other American things that I kind of didn't think about is eating contests. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, the Nathan's hot dog that Kev has actually been to. What? You've been to it? Was it as beautiful as I imagine? Oh, it was. Okay, that's good to know. Oh, another... Oh. So that's another funny story, which again, America, culture, baseball. So, oh, mm. the All-Star game that was two years ago in D.C. My husband, Kevin, and I went to the All-Star game and Joey Chestnut was there and, and people were buying him hot dogs and he was eating them. Like he eats them non-competitively too. Oh. You would think like I would never eat a hot dog in my life. Dog. Yeah. Right? But no, he's a hot dog fanatic. Okay. So another thing that I thought was a little factoid, which I like, there is the 4th of July parade, which I, we're not, we don't have parades. We have the St. Patty's Day parade, but like. Yeah. yeah. So there in Bristol, Rhode Island is the oldest celebration. Rhode Island's not a real place. 
Yeah. And then the other thing, which I think you were aware of, are the lobster races. The lobster races. Yes. That's so, so What? They're so weird. They're so weird. So like the winner doesn't get cooked or? Or does what? get cooked. Or does get cooked. Taste of win. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Taste yeah. of a champion. Yep. Delicious. So yeah, that's all I've got for American culture. So I still... You... Oh, did you want to know my other the two little ones? Yes. Please give the two little ones. So there's my own culture is Polish. <gasps> yes. Polish yes. in Polish the power. Yes. And you knew the song and can pronounce it correctly. What is the song? Uh, Stolat. 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 Yes. Stolat. People are going to listen to this who is Polish and they're like, that girl is not doing that right. Well, so the one thing that made me think of was in eighth grade, we had to do the Oregon Trail and we acted it out. And three of us were all Polish. And so we called ourselves the Polish Mafia and we loaded up our wagon with a lot of weaponry. Oh, not, we not potatoes. No. Oh. And we sold it to all the other people because we had nothing else. That's just all we load up on. And we referred to ourselves as a Polish mafia on the Oregon Trail. I feel like that was a solid st- strategy. Right. How hard you make I mean, it? what else do you need? You're going to shoot like 200 buffalo and only take one back. It's fine. Yep, exactly. Yeah, fine. Yes. So with Polish culture, I asked my parents like, yeah, what do you, what do you guys got? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> like, you are nothing. worthless. You you do not help me at all with my podcast. They, they don't. Is it Ukrainians that do the very detailed Easter eggs? I, I'm sure. unaware of them. Well, your so. parents didn't. Yeah. Tell my you parents that. don't know anything. Right. <laughs> Worthless. Like they don't even know where their parents came from. I'm like, really? Oh. I feel like I want to know that. Yeah. I'm sure I can dive deep. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll but figure it out one day. Ancestry.com has your yeah. back. But again, going, I'm very, I don't know if you know many Michiganders, but we're very proud of our state. Oh, you are. There's someone who listens to this podcast oh. that had it, the fight song in her wedding and Ooh. also had like a little logo on her wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm a Spartan. So the mission, but and when I'm, you live in a different state, all Michiganders are good. Oh, so we're all, we all get along. Okay. Even if it's like Michigan Tech versus state. Oh, yeah. No. Mich- oh, okay. Nobody cares about no Michigan versus Michigan State. That's Uh-oh. the big rivalry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the fight song would be University of Michigan. Maybe I do have it wrong. I don't know. Either way, uh, Michigan's amazing. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know what I was wheeling back on my hometown. Why was I? T- oh, so this Bay City has a big Polish population. So I have a handful of friends that are first generation. Oh. So I feel like I've maybe learned some of my Polish traditions from them, them. more than yeah. my parents got nothing. You know, we've got the food. So for Christmas, you know, we have the Polish meatballs yep. for Christmas dinner or Christmas Eve dinner. And then Christmas kielbasa. day, kielbasa. Kielbasa for breakfast. Yep. <laughs> <That's> delicious. <laughs> On, gosh, what is that disgusting stuff? Sauerkraut. Yeah. I mean, amazing stuff. <laughs> because it's delicious. <laughs> Put that on my pie. So, of course, Google and Pinterest. I did Pinterest some Polish facts. But there's a few things I did know, a few things I didn't. And then a few things that I was surprised I, did, I didn't find, which one of them comes from my f- friends who are first generation, is Polish tea. Oh. Which you're thinking, mm, delicious afternoon. No, it's Everclear. Polish ever clear. It's called spietus, but you don't drink it straight. So there's different recipes of it. So I did Google that and, but it wasn't in any of the Polish culture things. They actually didn't talk much about drinking. And they said like, oh yeah, the Poles don't really want to know or want to be known as big drinkers, even though they are. Oh yeah. I yeah they're super big drinkers. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, a I, lot of alcoholics in my family. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got one or two. Yeah. So Polish tea that we know, or I know in Bay City, is like lemon in it and vanilla. Delicious, but it's Everclear. And so it it sneaks up on you. Yep. I could see that. Okay. Some other things that I did know about Polish culture that I found when searching was they think it's rude to wear hats inside. Oh. Which I did know that. Okay. And I always thought that was weird, but I was like, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. And this is a different one. Do you, do you know about Dingus Day? No. It's the Monday after Easter. Dingus Day. And so I've always, of course, in the US, it's a drinking day, a day we drink. Yeah. But in Poland, it's actually when everyone's chasing each other with water guns or buckets of water. 
And traditionally, boys throw water over girls and spank them with pussy willow branches. What? As the girls fight back. So, first of all, isn't it very cold around Easter? Yeah. 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 I don't want water. Me neither, right? Again, in the U.S., we just drink. We get drunk on Easter Monday, Dingus Day. Mm -hmm. And then name day. Are you... No. Name day is pretty common in a lot of cultures. Okay. So... This is one little fact. Okay. So name day is bigger than your birthday and it's oh. your name, like the day that's associated with your name. And it's usually the saint that you're named after. And so I read one article, which I think it was a Ukrainian culture that you're named after the saint name day that you're closestly born to. Closestly? Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's a word. Yeah. yeah. That you're born closest to. And then like, I guess like, the Pope decides, or, or I don't know, like wow. the, priest, the priest decides on your name because of when you're born. Anyway. Serious stuff. Name day is celebrated more than your birthday because everybody knows, you know, oh, July 1st is these people's name day. And so let me wish them a happy name day rather than remembering oh, when their birthday is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's also very confusing because there's multiple name days. Yeah. I don't want the same day as Peter. Peter sucks. Yeah. No, Peter's is different than, than Lisa. I couldn't okay. find a Lisa day or an Ashley day or a Kevin what? day. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, I feel like I'm just babbling. Another. These are great factoids. We love factoids. Amber is really big in, in Poland, you know, like the. Oh, yes. Oh. I have. Yeah. 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 I have some. Yeah. And especially with the bugs in it. The, the rest of my facts are. You know, just kind of off the wall. I like that you had to Google this, though, because your so parents these are were like, like no. Which I do think this one's interesting, is that traditionally the Polish last name changes depending on the sex, which I knew that in Russian. So, like, you know, instead of ski, oh, or, it's, or, or it's a ski, it's ska. So oh. all Polish surnames in the U.S. are the male version. <gasps> yeah. Interesting. So if you were, if your father was Kowalski and you were a girl, you'd be Kowalska. Interesting. But in the U.S., we're Thanks. all men. Rude. Right? Right. Gosh. And then this is the last one, <laughs> is that latex condoms were invented by a pole. Oh, good job on that pole guy. Um, oh, good job, Julius. That was really nice of you. Because yeah. wasn't it like sheepskin and other weird junk? Yeah. And there's there was some other like little tidbit about they're still trying to fight over like the the proper, you know, prevention oh. over there. What not, like what is the real legal Stuff. way to be yeah providing birth control oh interesting yeah. okay yeah, but, all right yeah well you went deep on the polish culture i was all over the place so i wrote down all the words that had like culture associated with it so work culture pop culture learning about different cultures and then american culture and i didn't even look up july 4th i completely skipped that i was like oh i don't i don't I know think what i covered is. it yeah, you you did full th- deep throttle, so that was great. So for music culture, which came out of pop culture, I read a book, Retromania, by Simon Reynolds, who talked about there hasn't been a major music movement that's been rebellious and a completely different type since hip hop and techno rave type music. And when we were talking before this, you pointed out, well, there is like the mixture of music, taking old music and revamping it. Yeah, like the the, the new age EDM yeah. type and then like the auto-tune. Yeah. And the author's point was people are looking backwards and still grabbing that music and just revamping it. It's mm-hmm. nothing new. It's not, I reject your music of your parents and I'm going to give you something brand new. Yeah. So that... that- that is very interesting. Yeah. And he said like the earliest you can go back is like 1990s to maybe 2000s. And you don't really see a whole line. It's been about 20 years. So that was interesting on pop culture. And then- How do you feel about that? I feel like it's, I think it's great that they're using, but also at the same time, I'm like, you know, make your own stuff. Right? Yeah. I, so I thought about this for pop culture. If you asked me to go to an 80s or a 90s party theme, I would know how to dress, Right. But if you ask me to go 2000s or the 2010s, I don't know that I could come up with something that stands out. Yeah, I feel like I feel like my 
it, they blur a little of like where do where does uh in sync and the Backstreet Boys are they the two thousands? So they're like nineteen ninety into two thousand. Yeah, so that's why I say they kind of right. bleed together. And, and then like so we did a nineties themed New Year's party. Yeah, but then yeah, I kind of think some of that would have been also two thousands. Yeah, that's that's tricky. Yeah, so it, it, it's interesting to be like I wouldn't know how to dress. Like what stands out because I remember some fashions have come back. But I don't know that I know what fashion I would say. Oh, this was totally 2008, mm. 9, 10. I feel like, are there comments that people can make? I want to know people's yeah, opinions if someone, on this. If someone can enlighten us, that'd be great. Yeah. So I skipped to work culture because, and Kevin will probably roll his eyes at this too. We've been doing a lot of professional development as part of our telework. So I had like read a lot of like what makes a great work culture and good rapport Mm -hmm. and having teams. And basically most books said making a great team is really hard. And I'm going to use like Kevin as an example. So like Kevin joined our team and we thought we had good, good rapport, but we really did need to fill a gap of like someone who can cut and say, no, this is not going to work. But in a way that's receptive to other people. Kevin was your filler. Yeah. Kevin was our filler and can be productive And we also have people who are not as productive with like actual tangible things, but what they give in like advice or recommendations, you're like, oh, well, that just solves the problem. It's a very efficient team. And after reading the books, no one really can say, oh, you need one curmudgeon. Then mix with like right, (laughs) mix with like two of these, and you have a great work culture. It's going to be beautiful, and there there isn't that recipe. And like people have tried, what they do say is like psychologically safe is like one of the big key factors where people can say, "Oh, I think you're being rude," or "I don't agree with you." Let's talk about it in a constructive way, type of thing. I actually did have work culture, but I talked so much that I was like, I need to calm down. Calm down, Ashley. Did you did you come up with something that was like a good work culture thing? Because no, that's I, all I had. Well, it's just well, a couple things is my work culture is very different too. There's only eight of us in a dental office. We're a little cult, you know. I yeah. drank the Kool Aid. I believe in our work work culture, but it's all about the be rather than the do. Like anybody can do dentistry, but it's actually like engaging with the patient. So it's not just my little couple. Yeah, my team, but then we also have to incorporate the patient into our team, which, yeah, we've mastered. You know, I have relationships with my patients that, I mean, they know about Kevin. They've never met him. And we used to have this holiday party and people would come up to him and be like, oh my God, Kevin, hi. And he's like, who the heck are you? <laughs> that sounds like Kevin's nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was not a fan. No. And then the other thing I thought about too is what is work culture going to be like post COVID? Oh, that's a great question. How many people are going to be working from home? Yeah. And yeah, it's. And then schools are not going back in section. Carly and I were talking about this of like, what do you do when like, oh, we've come back to work. Sorry, I have to go teach my kid three days a week. Bye bye. Bananas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I skipped over work because I was like, I'm tired of talking about work culture. Yeah. So I went to a little bit what you just dabbled in, learning about different cultures. So I looked at a book, Beyond Cultures by an anthropologist, Edward Hall. And he talked about how if you understand people and why they're doing certain things. So German language is like programming. They say exactly what they mean. Which I love. Right. But Asian and other languages are a little less like that. They are more nonverbal or what they're saying is not directly what you're, you need to bring in other things. So he went over a little bit of that, but then I love me some factoids. So I went into what are American things that Americans do that other countries think are terrible? Oh, tell me. I got these three. Okay. So one, if you put your hand in your pocket, in Turkey and South Korea, that's considered arrogant. If you're just like standing there with your hand in your pocket. Yeah, I get that. Like, what are you doing? What's in there? Yeah, like, you have yeah, something? I'm on board. So the way I laugh is very like open mouth, showing teeth, loud, noisy. Mm-hmm. And that is considered very offensive in Japan. It's They say that it resembles a horse. And because of that... 
they are like, it would be the equivalent of an open mouth eating. Like if you're open mouth chewing and eating, that's really? how they, yeah. So like a big noisy laugh and everything like that. See, and so, I would take it as a compliment. Like, oh man, I'm getting her good. Well, and I, I, me and my friend went to a trip in Japan and that's how I was laughing. I was like, yeah, okay. So that they just, hate you (laughs) or at least we're like this is a stereotypical american (laughs) and then another so this one's kind of acknowledged but when i spent time in india it's one of the countries where you don't use your left hand for a lot of things because that's the the no-no hand yeah that's the no-no hand and that is in fact even so i was at the national institute of oceanography there wasn't toilet paper and I was like, this is an actual like institute. And they had buckets there and you fill the bucket and that's what you're using. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's not just like, you know, oh, if you go to certain parts of India, no, like I was like in like a real place in My India. My face right now, if, if they could right. only see, pure shock. Yeah. What? So I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll note that because I was like, yeah, that's, that's huh. true. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I was a shock to me. If you go to South America and you and they ask you like, oh, where are you from? And you say, oh, I'm American. That's offensive because yes. they're like, rude. We're also American, you big jerk. And yes. I was I've like, actually oh. heard that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I probably would have said that if like I was like in Argentina. But at the same time, I read an article once that said like that people don't know in other countries where Michigan is. So if I'm like, oh, I'm from Michigan, they don't know what that is, then... Does it roll off the tongue? Oh, I'm from the United United States. States. I'm a US citizen, would you say? I'm North American? Like that doesn't always roll off the tongue. But I did think... It didn't occur to me to be like, oh, we're all American on these two continents. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. (laughs) So I thought that was interesting. And then just given the time... Oh, so I looked into Leisure because this is Leisure Podcast. That's what we do. It's by Yosef Pepper. And he discussed how it's very American to be a work culture, which I found interesting because... The Japanese and other cultures, when I was in India, in fact, how I was just describing it, they would break for dinner and then go back till midnight to go and do that, to do work, but they weren't really working. Really? So they were just at work. And I mean, one person all summer produced a 30 PowerPoint slide deck. And I was like, that's what you got? Because I just wrote like 100 pages on my thesis while I was here for two months. So... Huh. What this is weird. Yeah, why would you want to go back to work at that point? Like just right. stay home. And the Japanese like stay ridiculously late hours as well. So when they were talking about how we're a work culture, they're considering the eight hours. And then what do you do for leisure? There most people aren't actually leisuring. They're doing things to be productive. Like I would say, if I'm truly at leisure. I'm probably like playing a video game. That's not productive. I'm not really getting skill out of it, but I'm getting great enjoyment out of blasting some plants versus zombies. But, but I feel like some of your leisures are productive, like your walks and things. Those so are- the walks are great. I was thinking of like this morning, I was trying to figure out how to watch something or read my emails while I was walking on the treadmill. And it's something I can't do. I just, I will fall off the treadmill yeah, no, if I do it. But I can watch like a movie if I have it like up and running on the TV. I can't even do that one. But like to me, I'm like, I'm multitasking. Is this really leisurely? But when I look up, if you look up leisure activities, they give you like a whole list of like photography, cooking, blah, blah, blah. So I guess it does fit into like the leisure category. But the thing that he mentioned in the book that I wrote down was, would you rather master skill over years or learn a trick in a week? And that's the difference of leisure versus work or a intense hobby, let's say. Yeah, I feel... But I also feel leisure is anything you get enjoyment out of. So I... But I get great enjoyment out of like my work too. And I had a lot of fun at the Olive Garden. So I don't know. I'm kind of a weirdo. (laughs) But yeah, like I don't want to sit... Like Kev always... You know, not always, but he like, you want to play video games? And I'm like, "Mm, I'm not drunk enough for that right now. (laughs) I'm not drunk enough to sit next to you and just watch. Yeah, no, we'd be playing and he oh, usually okay. kicks my butt. So that's why I'm like, man, I don't want to play this. But like, so my leisure is, yeah, working out, getting, you know, exercise and doing things. Yeah. And so even though it's still, you know, work, 
Yeah. It's what you get enjoyment out of. So, so that is an interesting one though. Yeah. So I thought that was fascinating because I was like, oh, I guess I didn't really associate that. And then I went down a rabbit hole. So one of the things I was trying to do this month, Justice for June, was there was a lot of things coming out specifically with the Black community where they were like, hey, there's been a lot of stuff you could read about our culture and and how to do things. So I picked up two books. One was Why I'm No Longer Talking About Race with White People. Ah. And that was Remy Ito Lodge. She's a Black British female, which I didn't realize when I first read like a shortened article she had that went viral. And she talks a lot about the British culture with race, which is interesting to read while like we're in the midst of, of all the things going on. I listened to This American Life. That, oh, with her. Yeah. How I was it? I don't it? know if it was her, okay. but it was a similar British culture. And then also Russian Interesting. Yeah. That was really interesting because it talked about at one point Russia like advertised themselves as like a a safe place. Oh, and not. yeah, it, according to the great on Hulu with Catherine the Great, it's not an okay place. Yeah, this <laughs> this 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 American life. It was it was really interesting. Interesting. Okay, I might have to dig that one up. And yeah, then the I'll last thing is what one it was. This will be my undoing. Morgan Jenkins, and she talks about. Feminism leaving out black females. Oh. And how because there's a duality, they actually had like a word, intersectionality, which is I'm black and a female. So I not only have the same problems as a female, but I also have this other black problem that makes feminism slightly uncomfortable. So she would talk about how she would have talks with someone who's a white female who would say, oh, hey, I had problems at work. I feel like I have to work doubly hard compared to my male coworkers. And she would say, oh, yeah, I also have that. Also, I'm black. And this is the added part for me. And she would find that white females would get defensive and be like, well, do you think it was because you were black? What? Of course. And I, I have seen that. And it was... and. Especially with some of my friends, Aikisha was on the podcast before and like a vet, they would tell me about some of these things. And I'd be like, and my first gut reaction was like, what? It was that bold. But then I was like, it, yeah, I guess like it, it does get this weird uncomfortableness where you almost like want to like, cause it, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's the problem is people don't want to talk about it because right. they are uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. So it was a very interesting read. So I went and went down that route and I'm glad I did. Like there were two books that were on my list, but yeah. So that's why I did for culture. I would say I would rate myself a B because I felt like I could have done more actual activities instead of just like reading about yeah. everything. But I think we just put together a fantastic culture. So I actually did forget about one of my activities. Oh, I downloaded Babbel to <gasps> learn Polish. Forgot have, about you, have you learned some Polish? Oh, it was all stuff I knew, you know, the, okay. the greetings. Yeah. And whatnot. So I, I'm five lessons in. What but is, I, what is the greeting in Polish? There's a few like Czech is the most common one. Okay. Like, you know, like a hello, but Jean Dabre, Jean Dabre is like good day. Debranos is good night. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's a, uh, you know, you, you hey, probably heard them. That's a little bit more action than I did. So you should at least bump yourself up I to B like plus, A minus. I'm going to go B. I'm going to go B plus. Okay. Good. I would have, I would have gone A minus if I would have cooked something or, yeah. or brought over some vodka. Uh, I did try to see if I could find spiritu somewhere and now you really can't. So I mean, vodka and alcohol these days are the stuff of pandemic gold. So yeah. we should hold on to that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Which yeah. we'll move into our pillars. Yes. Oh, let's because, move into our pillars. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Would you like to go first? Since I just went there with right. it. Go right ahead. <laughs> the butter off the buns. I'm just packing that butter on. With vodka and... <laughs> but I would say you are someone who can work out. You were going to a gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. Even at 5.30. So it's not that, that crazy. crazy. That meant you had to wake up and put clothes on and go to the gym. Yeah, but then I'm done. Then I'm done for the day. I don't have to think about it. Where if I don't, I'm dreading it all day. It ruins my day. I sent a message to Slajana yesterday. I was like, this is day two of a morning workout. I'm exhausted before 8 a.m. I don't know what to do with this. So... 
I would say retroactively give yourself like a mad props for butter off the buns. Um, I, well, I've been doing some things. Like today, I did walk to work, which nice. is like three and a half miles. So <gasps> that's yeah. impressive. I was seven thousand steps in by seven a.m. Oh, yeah. that's great. But also. Again, I, as I said, I'm in a hazmat suit all day, so I'm just sweating to death. Do you like drink so much water? No, that's a problem because then oh. I have to pee. Oh, and I no. can't wear that in the bathroom. We don't have a little like, was it the butt? Uh, the butt flap no. is for number twos. But no, like, I there's times that I'm figuring out how to make my own butt flap, but no, it's not working. Would you do like the people in Times Square and just diaper it? Or no? No, nope. reach that point. Nope. No, yeah, no, okay. I'm not going to do that. No, okay. uh, but enough. then also too, it's the N95 masks, which. I was saying I wanted to come back to working in this time. Yeah. It's rough. Like people, yes, nurses. Yeah. I don't know how they they did it for they're so much longer. I'm wearing I, these N95s just it's been a month and a and a week. Oh. And I have to put scar tape on my nose, on my cheeks. Like I took a picture today, which I'm not posting because it's just disgusting. Like the, the <laughs> indentations in my face, if if I oh, it's awful. It really is. Like it is. It is tough. So I'm sweating all day. And I feel like I'm burning calories doing that. Yeah, I would say that's right. And also, I've got, you know, some big lady thighs. And so I'm in a double XL hazmat suit because that's all that was available at Which the time. Which makes you feel good. You're oh, like, yeah. thank you. Thank Real you for that. In those. <laughs> but the problem is, you know, I'm generally sitting with a patient between my legs. But these double XL hazmat suits don't have a lot of give to spread eagle. So I'm just standing all day because uh, it's easier, which yeah, I'm okay with. Okay, okay. I actually bought some Crocs. <gasps> Look at you. I love my Crocs. They were so great. You know what? I They're, they're hideous. I'm sorry. They're okay. the ugliest thing. Don't you think? No, they're super ugly. I got the lady flat Crocs, but uh, then I figured out I was tripping more in them than any other shoe. My friend did tell me about the flats, the ballet flats, which yeah. actually are pretty cute. But no, I have the clogs. Yeah. They've got a lot of arch support. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to support Croc too is they gave away to all healthcare providers, they gave away free Crocs. <gasps> oh, yeah, not to dental, but like nice. the real healthcare providers. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I want to support them. So I bought a pair of awesome clogs for work. And then I bought a pair for home. Yeah. You know, my big rubber sex shoes, as Kevin likes to call them. He wants a pair, doesn't yeah. he? No, yeah, he, oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I wear them Fridays. So the cl- the cracks do help standing all day. All right. So that's my butter off the buns. Okay. But yes, I was going to say, no, not a lot of butter burning these days with all the alcohol consumption, which at this point, it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm willing to take it. It really yep. is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. And then what's our other? We have productivity. <sighs> yep. Which is also going back to work. I'm just busy as all heck because... We have a backlog of 30 or three months, patients. And then actually, my boss has been amazing through all this too. You know, it's just, he knows that we can't do what we've been doing. So I went from seeing nine patients a day to six. We have the 30 or the three months that it's 30 patients from three months. That's why I keep saying that. So all these patients from when we were closed that we need to reschedule and then three patients every day that need to be rescheduled. So productivity, I've been busy. And then my Polish, I've, I've gotten my, my lessons yeah. every day, mm-hmm. just a day in there on the weekends, but five out of the seven days of the week, I, okay. I did them. And then the biggest one that I'm really proud of is during pandemic, I started hand drawing birthday <gasps> cards. Oh, hand drawing birthday cards. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. But I enjoy it. They're doodles. It's nothing that artistic, but it I enjoy it. It doesn't matter. The I, fact that you're taking time out to do that. I enjoy it. And so the mail's been a little slow. So I wanted to get a head start on some of my July ones. So okay. I've got about half of my July ones done, the, sent out. So I've got like four more to do, maybe. Okay. And then my laugh, laugh out, loud. out loud. I actually, I do have a joke that my coworker <gasps> told me. Yes. She's so sweet and wholesome and precious. Isn't a good clean joke. So guy gets pulled over in the HOV lane. And the cop is like, where's your other passenger? And he says, due to social, social distancing, he's in the car behind me. <gasps> That's a good one. <laughs> Can I tell you, I have told Slajana's ground beef joke multiple times. <laughs> I love that joke. She'll be very excited by yeah. that. Which she I did want to know. I feel like I hope I'm not the only one wondering how is she doing? Ooh, do you I have texted her before this? I said, "Hey, we're about to do a guest, LOL," and it's one of our super fans. She leaves tomorrow. Oh goodness! 
So she gets on a plane and goes across the pond. She's a little stressed. And she has been making the rounds to say goodbye to relatives and stuff. Yeah. So tough. Yeah. But she got engaged. Congratulations. Yeah. So we can now officially say it. She got engaged. I want to say two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Well, so, I can't wait to meet her one day. <laughs> right. Her her Johnny and her will be... Uh, so he doesn't go across the pond for a little while. So she's going to be by herself. And because of self-quarantine, people going to England, she has to self-quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, surprised it's just that. I figured it'd be right. much I, longer. I asked her if any of the travel restrictions affected her, but she said she was still good to go. So yeah. So that is how she is doing things. Oh, yeah. Tell her Shout I said hi. Well, or, do. Hi, Sophia. Right. I hope you listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> uh, so I'll go over my pillars. So, butter off the buns. I used our work gym for the first time since pandemic started. Oh. Me and Carlene went down there. We counted how many people. So only twenty five people are allowed in the gym. Fine. We went and counted. There were cleaning staff waiting, and as soon as I got on the, I used a curved treadmill and. They label which ones you're allowed to get on for social distancing purposes. Right. And they, the cleaning staff was like on fire. They were all over. They cleaned twice while I was there for like the 45 minutes I was there. And no one really got close to me. I, and they did work out masks off. But some people walking around the area, like the clean staff had masks on. But if you were working out, people took their masks off to work out because that would, that would be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So I thought it went well and I will probably do it again. Nice. Yes. Yes. Kev, are you going to, you going to, no, no, nope, nope, that no, was a, no, head, no, yeah. <laughs> no, so that was my better off the buns productivity. I, my, my calendars are all over the place. I had an in-person calendar. I had like a real calendar at work. And then I had like two different network calendars. I finally synced them all up and then I put them in my bullet journal I feel like I'm going to be a productive person. That's now. hard work. Yeah, it was. It, it took a lot of brain power. Yeah. I feel dumb sometimes, like when I'm like, I'm going to update a calendar, and what should in my head take like 30 minutes takes like hours. I'm like, what did I do today other than sync these calendars? And then for laugh out loud, I will go back to my kid's birthday party. So he just turned three yesterday. That oh. was his birthday. And that's why there's Legos and Transformers and all the things on the table. But his laugh out loud moment was when he was running around and demanding that he get all the presents. And then once he was done with the presents, he was like, okay, I'm done with being three now. And I was like, well, that's adorable. You get a whole nother year of doing this. So get excited. So... You know, just being a cutesy patootsy. That was that was my laugh out loud. You gotta love the wholesome LOLs. Right, right, exactly. So this was fantastic to have you on. You braved COVID to come in my house. You are dealing with... We are definitely six feet apart though. We're beyond six feet apart. You are also dealing with children in the other room. I believe watching the original Transformers. I believe that's what they're watching from the 1980s. And that was not their present. That was a present to my husband for his 40th birthday. Oh, that's what he asked for. You're a giver. And now my kids sing the 80s song. You got the touch. You've got the power. Do you remember that? Yes, absolutely. You You got the power. power. Yeah. They scream it all the time. Nice. So, well... You know how we end every episode. I do. Would you like to end it with me? Oh, of course. All right, ready? Hello. Hello.